It's time debit card users are also included in the cashback fund. Now everyone can get cash back on everyday purchases with Discover Cashback Debit. That includes no fees, period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank member FDIC. Hello and welcome to The Bachelor Podcast. I'm Kay York City. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, K York. What's going on? How are you? Would you did you enjoy episode two of The Golden Bachelor? This might be one of my favorite shows. <laughs> I I agree. It's so good. It's it's good on so many different levels. I would what what are you what are you loving so far? I just the way I mean, I guess maybe the bar is too low right now in mm. in reality for, you know, people our age. But just watching how attentive Gary is and the way he yeah. says things. I mean, when Teresa, all she did was put her hand on his shoulder and he's the way genuinely smiled and said, thanks for that. I, I was I, speechless. I thought I was going to start sobbing right there. Oh, I. <laughs> <laughs> All I kept thinking about was like some 25-year-old woman being like, and he couldn't even go into the fast lane on the highway, so I got the ick. Like, all I kept thinking <laughs> was, like, the difference between liking someone and, like, trying to convince yourself into someone is, like, such a thin line of, like, what's... And, and she was... Yes. That whole scene was... I I almost forgot about that scene until you mentioned it right now. It is... I I have I, I it was that was very interesting. I, I you know I I guess you know on top of that like I love that scene. I think Gary is like I don't know where Gary came from. Um I did have this thought. I think like if you have daughters and granddaughters, like I think it like is a lifetime of just being of changing you. I, I don't know. Like, I feel like he, yes. he talks like a guy who had, <laughs> he talks hashtag girl dad very much. Yes. So to me, he had, he's had a wife for, you know, 40 something mm -hmm. years. He has th what? Three, two, three daughters. He has all granddaughters. Like I mean, that's, because he talks like someone. Women. Yeah, he was. Yeah, <laughs> he does. I mean, that could have been the name of this episode. Uh, raised raised by, women. by women. Yeah, because he does talk it away. Like I, you know, I have a brother. I, I didn't have any sisters. Um, like right now, my brother's engaged. We're like, you know, it's funny. Like his fiance will like message the group chat and you I, I can feel she didn't get the response she thought she was coming for. And she has two sisters you know uh, mm -hmm. and so like she's raised by she's in a family you know dynamic that's closer to what gary has than my that i'm familiar with like you know she like i think she messaged the my family group chat being like with the like hundred days till the wedding and uh -huh. <laughs> we all just made fun of it like we were just like <laughs> we're like okay okay time to lose some weight like that's like my dad saying that to me you know like it's right like shit like that and so, like, I, it, it is, Gary kind of reflects that. To, I, I kind of feel that from him. I think there's two different ways you can come out of being, quote unquote, raised by women. You have the Gary version mm -hmm. where it's, you know, uh, he uses the word that was so darling, like saying, right. dar I mean, just very everything that he does. And then I think you have 
my dad, who okay. has multiple sisters, me, my sister, my mom, they've been married for 44 years, and he just stays silent. <laughs> he my dad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or you just don't speak and it's don't, and it's better that way and he right. just moves through life being quiet and is like yep yep whatever you say you're right i don't care uh <laughs> that's so funny yeah i yeah i yeah we definitely have the darling version and i i yeah the silent version i've i've seen out in the wild as well i i you know i i gotta say also about this show um as opposed to the bachelors that we've had the last few season, the interesting is like built into it. Like yeah. if you're from, that's why I was like saying like on it, it, it kind of, it's good show on levels. Like it's a good show on Gary because he's good. And then mm-hmm. it's a good show because the women are fun and positive. But then this added element of like, how are women and a man in their, 60s and 70s going to react to the bachelor world and we got that right away the women going into the bachelor mansion moving in like how what is their response going to be to the bunk beds you know like because oh you go God, yeah. I, I was just like zoned in also an hour is what this show should be if it was an hour 10 minutes i'd be okay with it i i i don't think and and I I don't think like it it it's just hour just feels like I I get done with it and I'm like it's like a good meal that I didn't eat too much at. Yes. You know what I mean? Okay. You know what I I remember I was talking about last episode and how I wanted more and it felt it felt like it could be a little bit longer. But I agree with you now. It was the I was watching it and when it ended I was like yeah that was so good and I was just like in like a high. <laughs> yeah, we got what we wanted. Like we got yeah. some funny. We got you know you you know individual day, group date. We got the rose ceremony. We get the funny moments. We get the sad moments. Like I I don't know what I don't know where the second hour comes from. To, to, where to be does honest. it come from? I think about that all the time. And and then watching Bachelor in Paradise as well. Now that feels like it's dragging out. Right. And and to let people behind the curtains i don't know how people i i we haven't done this long enough to know how people listen to this i i sometimes you get mm-hmm. like a fee, you you know what i'm talking about you get a feeling of yeah. how people li- like i'm happy that this will be coming out right after the golden match comes out because like i think there's some people that are like i'm watching the golden bachelor this is my you know this is my sidecar to it this podcast that we're doing um and i don't do anything else bachelor related there's some people that you know l- listen to both you know this after show and the Golden Bachelor after show, some people, vice versa, all all the different options are at play. But I, you know, we're taping this before the Golden Bachelor tonight because we have a screener. And we're taping this after we've watched Bachelor in Paradise. And we were talking mm-hmm. on the Bachelor in Paradise recap about I I don't know how this will feel after the Bachelor, uh, the Golden Bachelor. And the talk, like, I don't know how people are going to go from the real true heart-wrenching inspiring stories like all the death talk from yeah. this episode yeah to um Avon and Kylie I don't know how that's gonna feel I know and honestly I it feels different so the three hours when we get three hours when it's the you know after the final rose finale mm-hmm. episode that three hours feels different 
then right. watching Golden Bachelor, then and Bachelor in Paradise in a row. I watched I watched it in real time with my friends last week, mm. all three all three hours, and I was like, "Shit, we're still going." I was, right. <laughs> I was like, "This is we still have an hour left of Paradise." I'm right. I'm like, "This is crazy." It's not even that. Like we do this all the time. We'll watch three hours of TV. I can watch three but, hours of TV without even thinking. But for some reason, knowing that you have to watch it and it goes through all in one sitting, it's a lot. Well, I could I could understand how maybe tonight it will or uh, Thursday nights three hours might feel like okay. We got a lot of heavy stuff, and the, you know the Bachelor in Paradise is like a palate cleanser. I could understand mm-hmm. how that could feel. I could also understand how Bachelor in Paradise could be like fifteen minutes in. You're like. What am I watching? You know, I just, I just want, you know, like, I, I, what am I doing here? You know, like, I that is truly what I think. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> Calling all my wedding honeys. Support for today's episode comes from Honey Love. Whether you're a bride, a wedding guest, or simply seeking everyday smoothing, Honey Love is your go to for all things shapewear. Honey Love has revolutionized the compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash bachelor. Support our show and check out at honeylove.com slash bachelor. Honestly, I love Honey Love. I've been wearing it for years now. It's great, truly great for weddings when I go out, and it doesn't squeeze me in the wrong place. It feels comfortable all the time, and it's my favorite shapewear I've ever worn. And we've all been there, struggling to take off that tight piece of shapewear with the bathroom line out the door. The Superpower Short has 100% cotton gusset, so you can skip the extra undies. Plus, it has a convenient opening at the panty area for a super easy bathroom. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing using your natural curves. It's designed to work with your body and not against it. Honey Love is just as easy to put on as it is to take off. So treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash bachelor. Use our exclusive link and get 20% off honeylove.com slash bachelor. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Move with confidence, thanks to Honeylove. Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. So let's get to the episode. I mean, we, we we can't we can't do a recap every week that's longer than the episode. <laughs> I know that's longer than the actual episode. Okay. So ABC will pay for their crimes, making these women sleep in bunk beds, and then making that. Gary navigate the LA freeway at night. But nevertheless, we persisted. This week doesn't let us down, and we are fully invested in the Golden Bachelor and his Golden Girls. So let's get into it. <laughs> Okay, so I I'll do you want to give your name? I'll give my name. Um, yeah, you I name, name this episode. I'm gonna name this episode. My I have a gentle one and a more jarring one. Okay, can't wait. The gentle one and probably the usable one is everyone has a past because uh-huh. you know we got Gary's past and now you find out yeah these women had husbands too, mm-hmm. and and then so my other name for the episode was oh. You have a dead spouse? Me too. <laughs> I know. 
I was <laughs> like, how many are there? I was like, I'm, I started getting uncomfortable for a second. Well, I, well, you know what is really funny? It, it's kind of something I don't think when, when they were like, we're going to do the golden bachelor. I, I, I started to feel, you know, you feel the, the feedback and yeah, there was a lot of fear out there that it would just be 22 women who never got married. Like right. that never, and that was like the first thought. And I'm like, wait a minute, what are you talking about? Like it is <laughs> way more, it is way more, um, like now it's 22 women where they've had lives, you know, they've mm -hmm. had spouses. Like it makes so much sense that a lot of, you know, like it just, it just wasn't the feedback I was getting. Like the fear was, oh my God, we're going to have to watch 22 women that, have never been married and are desperate to get married. And that is so not the case. That's so not. Yeah. And, and honestly, that comes from a really unfair and shitty perspective, in my opinion. Like, you know, you hear from those people and you're like, oh, you just like, you, I don't know. You are pretty negative as a, as a person. But like the real story, the real, you know, reveal tonight. And I don't think this is a reveal. I'm sure there's someone out there like, of course, you know, but. It's 22 women who have been married, maybe divorced, had, you know, have dealt with, you know, uh, sickness and, then, you know, all versions yeah. just like Gary. And it's like tonight we got, I mean, and we kind of have to get over this sad moat to get to the show. Like, it yeah. is funny that, like, a Golden Bachelor should have, like, the limo episode and then it should be the tell me about your dead spouse episode. Yeah. And then and then we can get to the show because now we have it makes sense that they have to tell these stories. You have to you have to find these things out about these women. You're right, because that is how we get to know them. And that's why they it's the whole sole purpose why they're here. Right. Right. It's, it's because they ha they had a relationship or they didn't have a relationship like you need to know where they came from. Right. And so compared to the regular bachelor, it's all like. I had a boyfriend who cheated on me or like right. I had a girlfriend in high school who broke my heart. These women have had like very long lives. So of course it's going to include something that is probably really sad. Yeah. There's a story. There's a story. Yeah. Like they, mm -hmm. and, and tonight it was like, Hey, can I steal you for a second? My Ronald died. Uh, you know, like, and you're like, oh, here we go again. You know, like, I know. Oh my god. <laughs> what did you what What did you call the episode? I said, do I want to date Jerry? Gary? Fuck. I honestly, the name. I don't want to date Gary because the way he spells his fucking name. <laughs> it's brutal. It's brutal. <laughs> it it drives me absolutely crazy. Insane. Because the way the just the way he interacts with these women. And I know, again, I was talking about this before and now, yes, the bar is low, but he just deeply engages with them and like is truly listening to them. And truly, um, when he told Natasha, he was like, you give really good hugs. I was I was like, I want to give you a hug. Well, I, I wanted the Natasha hug. I wanted to, uh, I yeah. wanted to feel what it was like. I needed, I, I when he said Natasha gives a great hug, I was like, Get me Natasha needs to open a business <laughs> where she, you know where she gives out hugs. I gotta I gotta experience this hug. I know. So <laughs> I, I mean, Gary is just he's very likable, and I think they did yeah. such a great job on casting him. It took forever, but they found this guy who I, I get DMs from people being like, "This is the best thing I've ever seen." 
Right. It, <laughs> he's, and it he's, is. He's really good. And and I could understand, like, you just, the yeah, the way he's, conversationally, like, even the way he was talking with the women, I was like, he came on the You Up podcast, and we did an interview with mm-hmm. him, and he did the same thing kind of with us, where he'd be like, you know, he does this thing where he'll go, you know, what you're saying right there, that's just a really good thing. And then he'll turn it into what he's talking about. And you're like, oh, my God, I feel you're fully engaged. Like, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He he there's something there's something about Gary that is just um, so. And the fact that he can speak on camera and say, all right, this is what we're doing today, ladies. There's not a lot of people who can speak on camera like that. Well, does does he go on TV ever again? What what does he you know, do we think? I don't know. He's going to be able to resist whatever. I don't know. I, I, is he going to be like in commercials like Joe Namath, like selling us prescription drugs? I don't know. Like, I, I don't, don't know. know. But like, I thought- is he gonna, <laughs> Captain Sully, like is that his like, he's going to do speaking tours? Like what's going to happen? I don't. I, it, honestly, he's I would definitely going to do motivational come, speaking for all people. Has to be. Has, has to be. I would also love to see him, make him the next host of- uh, the golden? golden bachelor or golden bachelorette he seems I like, feel he like that would it. be great right having yeah, somebody I, that age and been like i've been through this like this can happen giving the coaching the women or the men whoever um is i think he would be great i agree um so let's get to the episode the so they they have the moment where they have the women they so they do this every season and again to go back to like We've seen this before, but we've never seen it with women in their 60s and 70s running towards the mansion, picking out the beds, having that ooh-ah moment where they see the rooms. What did you think of them running into the house? Well, we get we get the running to the house, but I we never get to see the rooms. We, That's never... Yeah, every now we? and again. I, no, you're right. I that Not the way we saw... We didn't get to see because the reaction of the rooms by women in their 20s is like, again, I've said this many seasons, like women in their 20s will sleep like on a a, a pile of clothes like a cat for a (laughs) Vegas weekend. Like I always felt for the woman in her 30s that had to move into the house with a bunk bed. Like and now you have women in their 60s and 70s and they're saying they're like, where are you? They are. And here's what the women on this show the I, I love them because they are yeah. they're so upfront about like I'm not sleeping in a bunk bed. I yeah. have a hip thing. Like, you know, yes. like, <laughs> like, <laughs> they're not pretending. I mean, they literally right. looked around in the room. They're like, all right, I've had two knee replacements. I can't be up on the top bunk. Who right. has the best knees? <laughs> right. This was <laughs> you know, a real trying to figure thing. Out yeah. Strategizing <laughs> who can make it up the to the top knees. bunk. Right. And who can't? <laughs> I was waiting for one of those chairs that go up the ramp on the, you know, those, uh-huh. the, you know, the chairs that you see on the late night commercials. Yeah. Yeah. I, when they ran into, they did like the most mom run. Like they're like running with their arms above their head. I expected to see someone holding two purple two pound weights in their hands. It, yep. it was just, it was a wonderful scene that I could not stop making fun of. I couldn't stop laughing at it. I, 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 and I loved every second of it. Like it's, it's so it was funny, and then they and then Jesse Palmer comes in, and he does feel like their nephew a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like you know, Jesse Palmer walks in with a date card, and 
it is so funny that they're like, what is this? Like, you that know, that sent me. I cackled. What it is was, that? It, what is that? And, and hard. I know. And I, I don't know why. Like, I did assume that they all had watched the show before. But like, yeah, I think it was like very real to me because it was like, it's like a mom who has met your friend from high school a thousand times and still doesn't know their name. Like they all don't they their moms who like who cares about the date card they went on a date like i don't remember yeah. how the date card works like on bachelor like like it's almost as if like people in their 20s are like they're so into the details they're like oh a date card i'll pick it up they don't want to be awkward so like even if you didn't know right. you wouldn't say i don't what is this you would just hold I back know. They're like, so they, they have no filter, and I. This is what I love about because I think once you get past a certain age, why would you hold anything back? What is <laughs> it's that? So, like, like it's say just whatever so, you want. Right, yeah. right, right. <laughs> this is, wait, an envelope? What do we gotta go to the mail? Yeah. Do I gotta? <laughs> like, I just imagine my mom. Like in all these scenes, and like you know, because it's weird. We don't think of our parents being 60s, 70s. We think of like. No. This is really, I, I have to say, it is adjusting how I, and, and they say it a lot, and I don't mean to make this show more than it is, but it does adjust your lens for what a, and, and this never happens for our generation. No older person is going to go, oh, 30s is different now because, you know, the millennial boomer relationship is kind of weird and we're like, we're intertwined in a different way. They They go... You're in your 30s. You're getting old. You better have a kid. You better get married. You know, they don't look right. at us differently. This is helping me look at that age differently. Yes, because absolutely. You go, 100%. Right? Because when I think of 60s, 70s, I think of Golden Girls. I think of, you know, big poofy white hair and uh, Estelle and Blanche and Rose and, and the you know, their house in Florida. This... All these women remind me of my mom and her friends. And I, you know, mm -hmm. it's weird. It's That's not an insult. That is me adjusting. No. Because you don't think of your mom in this group, but it, it is uh, your mom's group. Yeah, this is, my mom is right in this age range. Right. Doing all the same exact things. I mean, yeah, it's the same, it's the same thing. And my mom would look at the envelope and go, what is this? <laughs> my mom would too. I love I I really do love it. They have no shame. They're going to ask what it, it is. So, it's like when so, you show your mom a meme or something and they're like, "Who is that? Do I do I know them?" Right. Do I know this person? <laughs> right. Is that your friend? And I'm right. like, "What?" And, and they know what a meme is. They've heard of it before, but they're not they're not concerned with the details. They're not going to no. sit there and hold back when Jesse drops an envelope. And it's like, okay, have fun. And then Jesse's like, oh, I do have to explain this. I have to yeah. be the nephew, <laughs> you know, like I have. And so Teresa, who gets the date card. And if you remember Teresa, she was the one who had the birthday part, you know, the birthday on uh, the limo night. And they basically like they're get. It was very cool to watch the women kind of get her ready in the Cinderella way, you know? It was sweet. It was really sweet. And I think that's, uh, first of all, I was surprised that Teresa got the date card. I thought it was going to really? be someone else. I'm surprised that Teresa someone got new. the date card. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, she got I thought a lot we were going to get someone time. new. 
I didn't think we were going to get that. And the fact that we were still talking about her birthday, I mean, I guess it was the day before, but it felt weird. I was right. like, this feels very... Well, that, you know, talk about re- real in your reality TV. He had a connection with her. I was surprised she didn't get the first impression rose. Oh, first impression rose. Oh, yeah, because so, they like made out. They made out. He he goes, please lick the icing off my face. And she oh, did. Right. <laughs> and then um, and then he gave the first impression rose to Faith. So he is now kind of like, you know, as far as realism is concerned, he's like, I like Teresa. Bring her on. Yeah. Let's go on the first date. So he goes. Uh, Susan helps get Teresa ready. And again, to go back to they all have a story. They all have a past. You know, Teresa's like, can you like flip it the other way? Like, I think you should do it. And, you know, Susan is like, I've been doing hair for 35 years. Like, I I just expected her to have a cigarette in her mouth. The way she said that was so, I mean, I've I've met her before. Like, that was so funny. Yes. Yeah, I've, that was one of my favorite parts. I'm so glad you brought that up because <laughs> watching her say that, she's like, can you trust me? I've been doing right. <laughs> like I, I know what I'm doing because then you saw um, Teresa immediately. She goes, oh, wait, 35 years. That's yeah, right. Right. You're not a 20 year old. Coiled that, back know. up like my bad, my bad. Yeah. Because right. again, she I also am really bad at going to get my hair done because it's like getting your nails done. They put the wrong color on or they do something different. And like, the thought of speaking up. Like my throat closes up like I can't. (laughs) And then she's like, can you flip it the other way? And then immediately without even saying, sure, I'll try it. Susan's like, like, I've been doing hair for 35 years. Trust me. Don't talk to me like I'm a child. I'm not some rando. Yeah. And then so Gary comes to pick her up for the date. They go in this classic car and there is nothing less relatable than Gary having the lights not work. So Gary goes on the highway. He's not used to California highways. I mean, this is a very like, again, this is very much where he shows his grandpa Mm -hmm. age. Like the idea that the California highway is different. And he is right. I mean, like highways, uh, California, I do understand what he's saying, but the idea that he's from, you, you start to see who he really is. He's like, I am, you know, we... We'll get on the we'll get on the $150-$200 Delta flight to do a weekend in Nashville. That is uh-huh. not that is not that generation. You live in Indiana, no. you date in Indiana, you die in Indiana. So it is so the That rang true for a lot of people listening. <laughs> well, to this, I think that is more the truth. For one generation than our generation. Like the idea mm-hmm. of like doing a weekend bachelorette party in Charleston is insane to a lot mm-hmm. of that that age. So it is funny to hear him be like, I'm on, you know, I'm on a California highway in a byway. And you're like, and and he's like, li- he's like heard about it in a Beach Boys song, you know, like so. He oh, has, yeah. and and you're watching him nervously drive in the slow lane. I was dying because nothing is less like my parents than the way they acted in the front. My mom would be like, "Turn the lights on! You're driving too slow!" Like she would be so <laughs> up my dad's ass for oh, not yeah. driving correctly on this highway. Mm-hmm. And as you said before, Teresa does the hand pat, and you could tell it was awkward. What did you think? It, it, it was, was I, it was, I understand. First of all, they're in a convertible and 
I can't believe Teresa didn't say anything about the convertible. (laughs) Yes, the middle of the night. It's probably cold. I'm like, I drive with my convertible down at night, but because it always is kind of chilly in LA at night. It's just Mm. no matter what season it is. let Let me apologize. I should be asking you questions. What is your experience driving on these highways at night? You, you are, you have done this. What am I talking about? And I have the, and I also have a convertible. So it's like, right. listen, he's probably on the four hundred five, which is like honestly eight or nine lanes across. It's fucking crazy. Okay. And he's in the furthest over lane. And if your lights aren't working and you're in this tiny car, fully exposed, I mean, one it wrong move, it's you're probably done. scary. Yeah, because again, and her hair's flapping around. I can't believe she didn't say anything about the hair because as an older woman, you don't want to like mess up your hair. Right. She didn't what know she was getting a convertible. I, <laughs> right. right. Susan's work just put to shit. Gone. <laughs> but I, I can see how it would be nerve wracking. I would be nervous if I was Teresa in the car with Gary while he's driving up also in the slow lane. Like you can go drive in the slow lane, but you still need to be going. Right. A certain mile per hour. I, Otherwise, it's even more dangerous. I that whole scene was just so much fun to watch. And Gary, <laughs> it showed on his face how nervous he was, how much I he know. wasn't enjoying the experience. And then they get off the highway and he's like, thank you. for." When they talked about it, it also shows like the difference. We're talking about the women not caring about how they look or you know, speaking up in a different way than the younger women on The Bachelor normally. How about The Bachelor showing I was fucking scared and and not being if that were there was no way I would have shown I would have been like why are you touching me I'm fine like I there's <laughs> <Why>? no way <laughs> don't fucking touch me yeah yeah what 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 that was nothing we're good. I would have been the fa- I would have been the fast lane with tears running down my cheeks <laughs> and I'd be like I'm fine <laughs> so like just him showing that vulnerability it was just unbelievable so I know. Th- and then, you know, Gary, who we haven't heard a lot about his restaurateur uh, background, but he references it. They go to a diner and he says before what got me into restauranting is that I used to, you know, make burgers and fries. That It mm-hmm. wasn't glamorous. So they go to a diner, a, you know, a 50s style diner, which yeah. there are more of those in California or L.A. area than I would have ever assumed. There's a lot of like 50s. I literally have there. one. On my corner, I'm not kidding you, yeah. on my corner, less than a one-minute walk, and it's called the 50s Cafe, 50s Diner Cafe. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of Americana 50s stuff themed. in L.A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a, yeah. yeah, I've seen those before. It's very much an L.A. thing to me, you know? Strange. So it is strange. Um, it's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of, like, throwback to, like, Beach Boys stuff, you know, like, where, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're going to the sock hop. So they go to this diner, and... What did you think of the diner stuff? And and let me just tell people, last week we referenced songs that were played in the episode, and then they ended up changing the songs on us. I right? when, when the James Taylor song didn't come on at the beginning, I was, I was so like, mad. I was like, Oop. fuck. Uh oh. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, we uh got the wrong song. I'm pretty sure that Don't Stop Believing will still play because they've played it before. Oh yeah. This is gonna be the Don't Stop Believing is going to be a themed song. Cause they played it the last episode, but they and they played it this episode. Right. And they have this really nice conversation, but then I will say it is odd 
that they're having this like really personal conversation. We hear about Teresa has lost, um, you know, this is where we get her to husband. like, you know, people losing their spouses. Teresa says she's lost her husband. They seem to connect on that. And the loneliness of like, you know, there was, there's some stuff where I kind of like, it's a little cheese ball for me where I like, you know, Gary. And I do agree with what he's saying. He's like, I like to hang out with my friends, but who am I going to talk about the sunset with? And you're like, Gary. Okay. Who? Oh yeah. That wh- sent me. I was like the sunset. I was, this I like had it playing on my computer and I was going in to get a snack and I heard that in my neck, like snapped around. Like what? <laughs> like Gary, you can say that you felt scared on the highway and you can't go to a group of friends. Hey, uh, how great is the sunset tonight? Like, I, I, I don't really buy it. You know, like, I don't really. Sorry. <laughs> um, but this was a little odd. And they they basically have this whole nice conversation. And Gary's going to give Teresa the rose. But then he's like, it is so weird that he goes, and you got to, like, keep believing. And then they, all of a sudden, the song starts playing and people start dancing. There's and a you're flash like, mob. Right. And I go, and and if I'm Teresa, I'm like, wait a minute. Was all of this scripted or was fake? just the, yeah, oh, is this yeah. fake? Like, I would be kind of annoyed if I were Teresa. I'd be like, wait a minute, I just opened up to you and you're like shoehorning into this don't stop believing thing to get the people dancing. Like, right, didn't you? Like, I, I was just thinking, I was like, when did Gary, when did real Gary leave and don't stop believing Gary begin, you know? I didn't think about that. I was so annoyed for her. I'm like, yeah, because it's a little weird that he's like, right? You just got to keep believing. You don't stop. Believe. Don't stop. And it's like the woman starts "Ah!" dancing on the counter. You're like, okay, wait a minute. She just shared about her dead husband. What's going on? Literally just trauma dumped. And then he's like, (laughs) cue the music. Right. (laughs) Right. This isn't, this isn't glee. You know, like. No. (laughs) Like, I. I'm here, like, when did, and I'm sure, listen, mm-hmm. I understand the power of producers, the power of editing, like, they get done with their conversation, they're like, okay, give us a, a line about Don't Stop Believing, but, like, in the show that we're watching, if the, it was very weird, I would stop the dance and be like, hey, um, are you for real, or are you reading script? When did you stop reading? Yeah. You know? I didn't think about that. Wow. Jared. <laughs> <laughs> So all I could think about, but they they do the flash dance and it's a little awkward and it's a moment. I mean, a lot of this is mm-hmm. a lot of this is uh, you know stepping into inspirational tale territory. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift Vieira's Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. We go to the group date, and Franco is back. As if I, I don't have the you know, as a Bachelor commentator, and Kay, I want to ask this of you. Yeah, I don't have this relationship with Franco, the photographer, that they think I have. No, they bring him <laughs> back, and Gary's even like. Um, you know, we have a legend, a bachelor legend, Franco. What? And I was like, what? I forgot his name. What do you mean? Yeah, right. Because <laughs> what, what, we noticed him looking kind of funny once. You know, like we, 
that's kind of what happened, right? Like we we like he was noticed by the audience in the background as this like somewhat fabulous gay guy, it seems. Yeah. And and and, and, and then we made fun of it. And then that was maybe he was a meme or two, and then all of a sudden he's Bachelor Legend? I don't know. I know. He's been on a few seasons, but it wasn't it's not in a way that's that we're you know, oh my God, I can't wait for the episode where Franco's going to be there. <laughs> where I, I, is Franco? Like, if they had a different photographer, I would wonder how many people would be like, but what about Franco? What's Where's my Franco moment? Like, I don't think that would be the case. And I want, and I need to know why Franco's photos are so shitty. <laughs> like, none of those photos are good. Like, all the ones where they're showing them in the pose and then they take the picture and then you see the freeze frame and I'm thinking... That's not a good fo- What? Every time Franco's on the show, it looks like he just came from an all-night party at a club, and he just had, like... <laughs> a warehouse party. A warehouse party, right. That, that like, was talked about <laughs> by the guy on SNL. What was the sketch? You're going to go... <laughs> I don't remember. Well, it's the sketch with... Um, I'm blowing it. It's the sketch where it's the guy telling you what nightclub in the city. It's Whoa. with... Uh, it was from... Here, at Stefan. Stefan, oh, Ste- Ste- I know what you're talking about. Yes, yes, yes. Right. Yes, yes. Franco looks like he came from a party that was described by Stefan uh, on SNL. Like you're gonna go to Brick, and it's a club inside a Brick. <laughs> and yeah, it was. It feels like he just got That's done with so like funny. diner pancakes at a '50s diner that was open yes. at 6 a.m. and then was like, "Ooh, I gotta go do my pictures for The Bachelor." Like. He always has that look. And he I did his suit was fun, I will say. Yeah, I mean he looks great. Like Ste- uh Stefan Franco. Stefan. Franco. <laughs> Franco is I mean, it's a funny character, but I still don't the hype that is around him yeah, is I hate the hype. very strange. <laughs> so they they go to this like the photo shoot date we've seen before, usually it's the guy in a tux and all the women in Wedding, wedding dresses. dresses, yeah. This. What, what did you think did... of the of the of the of the costume choices? So I love that they went with look again. You have to assume age and years and eras is going to be a part of the story mm-hmm. of the show. So they basically put out, I think, sixties, seventies, eighties attire, and then yeah, I think that was dress. it. And then for some reason, wedding dresses. At that point, just do nineties. Like I don't. I didn't understand the need for wedding dresses and I don't I I didn't understand how they didn't see that that could be a problem. Like how did did that wasn't going to trigger a bunch of women who lost their husbands who either lost their husbands, never got married, had a divorce. Mm -hmm. Like what in what world was this a good decision by the franchise to have? Hey, let's get these 60 year olds and 70 year olds to put on a wedding dress. I guess. For them, if they're truly evil, they're like, yeah, get some wedding dresses. Let's see if we can fuck these women up. And it did. Yeah. Um, Nancy puts on the wedding dress and she's like, I haven't had one on since I married my husband, you know, who passed away 12 years ago. And you go, well, first of all, Nancy, I don't know when else you'd be putting on a wedding dress. Um, Right. (laughs) Yeah, we. I thought but I thought she was going to say. I've never worn a wedding dress. I thought she was going to be one of the women who had never gotten married. And I was like, damn, that I think being that age and to have never got married or like uh, that would definitely be a hard uh, moment. Well, 
it is funny where our assumptions go because this is what we were talking about in the mm-hmm. beginning. We this was like the talk from Bachelor Nation was, oh my God, we're gonna have a bunch of women that have never been married, and that is not yeah. the case. The the you know it's more likely that they were married and someone passed away, and then this was there, someone in their house. I actually understand it that like when mm-hmm. Gary tells a story, when Teresa tells a story, when Ellen you know shouts to the heavens. You know, we made it, Roberta. These all do come from a... And I, again, we have to reference this. I didn't know this at the end of last week's I episode. I didn't either. Roberta had passed, um, which is very sad. And I, it's just... Yeah, it's I, a, I mean, actually, I was I actually up. tear... I choked up. I was pretty teary. I was like, oh my God, Roberta didn't get to see her say, Roberta, we've made it. I'm getting ready to cry right now thinking I, about it. I cry every time I tell someone about the show where like I'm like, you don't understand. Like when she said, Roberta, we made it. And then they go to this like, you know, this this montage of them watching The Bachelor. I I didn't know she passed um, because I ran out. The show ended and I had to go to another show. And then I was informed after as it was coming out live. And I was like, oh, my God. You know, like, oh, yeah. And again, like that's kind of I. I hate to say this, but it kind of is what makes this show even better. (laughs) I know. Because you go. I know. It's like real stakes, real stories. Well, yeah, you're rooting for them. And and again, the why would a woman come on this show in her 60s, 70s? I had a great life with my husband. I've been kind of lonely. It's hard to find someone new. Um, My friends are all married, as Gary said. What's a way to shake this thing up? Oh, oh, this is a fun adventure. And then again, it's totally understandable that Nancy puts on this dress. And Nancy is gorgeous, by the way. Gorgeous, um, beautiful smile. I mean, she's one of the most beautiful women there. I think. I I think I just I said in my preview that she looked like uh, Kelly Ripa. She looks more like Lori Laughlin. Oh. Me. Um. But Lori. Oh, from uh. uh she went to she, the, the college scandal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Aunt Becky, yeah, I, uh, I, so I, so she tells her story, and and it's just the whole thing was interesting, and it, it's also interesting to watch Gary realize, like she pulled, she's like doing the pictures, and she's like, and he's like, what's wrong, and then mm-hmm. Gary, it is funny that Gary is knows he's the star of the movie, and then gets like adjusted to like find out that like yeah these people have stories too like he pulls her aside being like did i do anything wrong and she's like no i have a dead husband it it's fucking bizarre that i'm in a wedding dress like she seemed a little (laughs) taken back she was like uh what like what do you you mean like i right i also have a life and with a past and just like you said in your title like everybody has a past and he Mm -hmm. thinks he's the only one with a sob story it's like it actually right. no, Gary. I I think maybe Gary thought it would be a bunch of unmarried women that came on this show too. Yeah. Like he he genuinely seemed like, wait, what? You there are people with mm-hmm. dead husbands? Like I have a dead wife? It's like yeah, your narcissism is showing, Gary. Like uh, you know, like there's. <laughs> and I know he bit. doesn't mean it's a showing a little bit. Like which is listen, none of us are beyond that. Like is the um, so they bond over dead spouses and. <laughs> She gets the rose. She gets the rose. And here's what I will say. Um, oh, to before we get to her getting the rose, there was a moment of drama. Our first little taste of drama. 
Leslie wanting to be in. Oh, my God. What did she want to be in? She wanted to be the 70s, but she was like, I'm not an 80s girl. But she kept bringing it up that she wanted to be wearing this outfit. She couldn't let it go. She kind of blamed Natasha for like she did jumping on <laughs> like but she did. Nobody was funnier. Every time Natasha would talk about her outfit, I laughed so fucking mm-hmm. hard. It was so funny because Natasha's like owning it, loving it, looking fa- fantastic and like just like <laughs> Leslie sad Leslie like, "Well, I don't know if I I guess I'll wear the leather jacket." And then she's like, "I love the you could kind of I don't know if they made it look this way or if it was actually this way, but like it was like it was as if Natasha knew someone wanted what she was wearing and was just talking mm-hmm. about how amazing she felt in it. Yeah, she had to <laughs> sort of in my head like she would sort of be sticking up for herself, being like, "Well, right. this is how much I wanted this outfit, so that's mm-hmm. why I have it. It's because I feel so good and I love it, and this is so me. I love color." And right. then Leslie's like, "I'm allowed to be upset." Like my feelings are valid when I'm upset about not getting that outfit. (laughs) Right. It was like this fun, passive aggressive. We're not going to fight, but I'm going to just stay positive and stay me. Yeah, it was great. Leslie, it it rings a little young for me. Do you think it does Mm. for you? Because I mean, I get that she is, you know, young and hip. She was married twice, both for seven years, but it still feels like she's on a different Almost she, immature compared to the other women. Leslie felt like, um, yeah, the other, it, to go back to, I'm going to say, you know, what's the envelope? You know, when you just come out with mm-hmm. what you think. Leslie did feel like she was still in the world of competition with yeah. the other women. It, it, a little bit. It was a little taste. Um, but he pulls Leslie aside and she reveals that she has hearing aids and like, that type of thing um they have a nice moment i it does feel like i will say that jerry has a type faith leslie and Teresa all mm-hmm. have a similar look, look. so i i yeah. something to acknowledge and he is uh, all three have gotten time i know i he definitely it's definitely uh, a type. I mean, you're exactly right. And I keep forgetting about Faith, which I think is the problem well, because she brings was, that up later. <laughs> right. Well, why wasn't she on the group date? Wasn't it weird that like it was everyone but her? Was it everyone but her? She references it later that she wasn't on the group date. And I she know felt she wasn't. Like, I know she wasn't on the group date, but I don't know. Uh, why didn't they bring? Because it's not like there's a lot of people. There's not right. a ton of people. That's what it was. It was I. I. I noticed it and I was like, where's Faith? She got the first impression rose. Let's see what happens. Yeah. And then she's not there. So at the end of the, the the group date, Gary goes to all the women. And here's something different that Gary did. Usually they give out that group date rose in front of the whole group and it's super awkward. Gary pulls the woman aside. What a I class know. move. I was actually thinking, I was like, maybe this will become like the new standard, right? Mm-hmm. I wonder, what do you think this is? I mean, I guess I can kind of tell by how you just talked about it, but do you think this is better to pull them aside or is it better to do it in front of the group, like announcing this is how I feel about you in front of everyone or is it more personal to have it just you and that person? I think 
if you're a producer on the show, you're mad that he did that. Mm-hmm. But if you're Gary, you're smart. Yeah. Um, I can see that. Gary made the smart decision for himself to not upset anyone else. He's he and he's right. If you're trying to like if you're in this weird world where you're trying to create connections with 22 women at once or mm-hmm. how many women were there at the beginning of this episode? I think there's 14. 14 women all at once. You want to mm-hmm. pull someone aside and be like, "Let me give you your moment." I, I right. thought it was like really good move, but you know what the producers miss out on is like the face of like you know, Kathy, who would have given them, you know, Kathy, who's like, you know, <laughs> producer gold. She's our she's our narrator. She's our narrator. She's fantastic. Kathy's our narrator. I, 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 I love, love her. Every Kathy scene is better than the last. It's fantastic. Okay, so Gary gives Nancy the rose. It makes sense. They he gives her the rose, but it doesn't feel like a love connection to me. Like he kind of like go. They don't no. kiss. I, I guess it would be tough to be like, so cool about, you know, uh, uh, cheer up about your dead husband. Now let's make out. Like, I do understand what you can't do that. Yeah. It also kind of felt like a pity rose. A little bit. You know, right. like they're like, especially because they didn't kiss or anything afterwards. It just felt like he did felt- this because she was having a bad time. Like, here, feel better. Here's a rose. Right, it felt like the show we assumed we were going to get, like, and then Gary's making out, French kissing, and having women lick icing off his face. We're like, oh, right, (laughs) this is not that show. So, like, now that we've been like instructed as to how Gary's going to operate, this did feel like less than. Yeah, it didn't. This this Rose just didn't hit. So yeah, not not for me either. Uh, So we go to the cocktail party. Susan, so the cocktail party ends up being his 72nd birthday. Like they. So cute. They throw him a surprise party. They start doing, you know, like they do these as the bachelor. It felt like one of the pool parties, but, you know, that they've had on, you know, prior bachelor seasons, except they made it a birthday party. Like everyone had their little things that they were going to do with them. I mean, I don't think anybody knows how to throw a birthday party better than a woman in her 60s, 70s right. who's been doing it their whole lives. Like they the producers probably could have sat back and relaxed this whole time because right. they're like, we have ideas. Right. We right, know right. everybody get the streamers, get this. We're going to yeah. put Susan in the cake. Like they they knew what Susan they were doing. popping out of the cake was fantastic. Just the fact that they had a cake to pop out. Incredible. Of, um, and they all kind of like pull them aside you know susan has her moment she's talking about making sunday sauce and it's like of course you do i'm obsessed with her right she 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 the more she talks the less i think of chris jenner and the more i think of you know the most (laughs) italian woman i've ever seen on tv i know i know (laughs) april makes a penis joke um about you know and and april continuing to please every time she's on camera I, mm-hmm. There was one point during the photo shoot date where she's like, I'm a little spiritual. And she's literally like in glitter and a headband. It's like, oh, really? You're spi- you? Spiritual? You? Yeah. Who would have thunk? Um, <laughs> it's giving witchcraft. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. You literally look like you put a spell on something 10 minutes ago. Faith. April might be one of my favorite people, though. I think April's she's such fantastic. a character. Like going up to, she was the one who went up to Nancy and was like, What's the matter, baby? <laughs> right, right. Not she, baby. <laughs> it is funny because it's like 
she has I've gotten a few DMs like people and there's no DM that I care less about than like, have you heard about April's other life? And I'm like, no, I don't no. care. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Who cares? Um, but I, I definitely had these moments with her where I'm like, oh, she's like a character. Like, I love her. Huh? It, it doesn't mean that she's mean. Like, when she pulled Nancy aside, no. like it was a nice moment. Um, and then Faith said she feels insecure about the first impression, Rose, which is like the craziest thing I've ever heard. Like, you're insecure that he liked you the most first? Like, I don't know. Right. Like, you already have that, like, blanket of security. You got his attention. For, he, I don't think, I mean, I don't, I'm not a, a man, but I don't feel like that's going to go away because if I, you know, meet a guy and I really like him, even if I meet another guy, it's not that, it doesn't discount right. the other it one. Was, I don't know. It, it kind of was a, it felt like a prelude to, like, other things we're going to hear from her because we didn't really get her backstory mm-hmm. at all. You know, no. like, we haven't really heard much about her. And then Joan and Gary, Joan, who, I mean, she looks like a model. She almost looks AI created. I know. Joan is gorgeous. Yeah. It, it, and they're on the top bunk for some reason having a conversation, which, like, I don't know in what world that was necessary. I, if, I, right. if, I, if I were Gary and she was like, come talk to me up here, I'd be like, no, come down. I have hearing How aids. How high are those ceilings? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> And he, so they have a talk about their spouses who have passed and we have our third dead spouse conversation of the episode. Of the and episode. Then, <laughs> and then he gifts Ellen a framed photo of them, which was nice. And Ellen, who, Roberta, I'm coming home, um, is Ellen. Ellen is kind of the prime example of like, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be doing something. I know. I know. I, Ellen at first kind of annoyed me a little bit in the mm. first set. It was too over the top. But now I'm like, I love her energy. And right. I like that she's just like, oh, my God, he got me a frame. That is so sweet. I right. feel special. Where are you going <laughs> to hang that picture, Ellen? Like, like if you go yeah. <laughs> home, like, oh, who's that? Oh, that's the guy I dated on the TV show once. So, yeah, I don't know. I guess that uh, I, I, I mean, moms love pictures, so I could understand she just likes that. The, she know, the, just likes the picture. Yeah, right. It's like giving your mom a card. Like it does more than anything. Like uh, you know, like any gift Why sent do they online. Why like the cards? They love a fucking card. Why? So anything printed out, moms love. My mom gives me a card every year for every holiday, and I'm like, what? Mom, I'm throwing these away. Like what? Right. And then, then I, I think I'm like, Why well, shouldn't throw these away? I should keep these because. But <laughs> the amount of. It's like the it's like a the amount of doll you know the amount of um the amount like w- how far a card goes for a mom is in, crazy. is a in relation to how much it costs is like crazy like you could get your mom like a brand new car she'd be like oh this is a nice car but if you get her a card that says like happy birthday love you they're like you got a card you went oh my god it's like it's just I, and that's I mean, how ellen reacted she's like you you went to frame bridge you know like it was like, you went to frame <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah i pl- clicked two buttons it's not that big a deal <laughs> like the, she even says she's like the fact that he went and got this thing framed it's like ellen believe whatever you want to believe but We're gary didn't do that. shit 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we're going we're, we're to give her that. Right. Did you... <laughs> Did you make this? Well, it's Hallmark. Uh, you know, like. No, I didn't. Um, so roses are given out. We don't know where Marina is. Who was Marina? Why am I not remembering her? Golden Bachelor. Oh, Marina with the gray streak. Yeah. She did disappear. Oh yeah. Which is strange. I don't. I don't understand. Yeah, something. I mean, obviously, here's here's the. The thing we've kind of referenced a lot is like these people have lives that aren't just, hey, I want to be an influencer who went on The Bachelor. Like I, you know, it makes sense. Marina had some things to do. Also, Marina's the one with like seven degrees, I think. Yeah, she's an educator. She's super smart. Yeah. Now I'm like confused. I'm sad. Bachelor Nation, uh, (laughs) do what you need to do and let us know where Marina is. Right. (laughs) Stop telling us April's backstory and start telling us if Marina's alive or not. (laughs) Where the fuck Marina Uh, So, so long, farewell. Jeannie, who I felt bad for. Jeannie really, again, is in that Ellen camp of like, I'm so happy to be out of the house. I mean, Jeannie like said this is like, she's like, I feel bad that he feels he hurt me. I know. And she goes, and he did. Uh, Natasha and Peggy. Natasha, ugh, I want that hug. Peggy I know, didn't like, really say much. I thought she much. gave a good hug. Right, what <laughs> the fuck? So let's go to some categories. First impression, yeah. Rose. Who, who are you giving it to? I love April. I think she's just such a fun character. And, and by character, I literally mean she is a character on this show Total that... Character. Yeah. I would want to be around. I think she would be fun. I would hang out with April. I'd love her as the golden bachelorette. Um, yes. Ga- she'd be so fun. Who my, did you have? She'd be, my, ga- my first impression, Rose, was that Gary has a type. That, like, just I, my first mm. impression is, like, Gary has a look that he goes towards. Um, and it's Teresa. Oh, so uh, Teresa, Faith, and Jillian. Who all kind of look like Roz from Frasier. Uh, oh, you're going really, to. I love that yes. Kay didn't know who I was talking about. Kay didn't know what I was talking about. And I was just no. watching her Google. I got the big <laughs> reveal. This is correct, though. It's correct. I mean, this is absolutely. There is no question that Gary used to say to all his Indiana friends, you know who's a catch? Roz from Frasier. Like, there's I mean, no that's question. Faith. That It is Faith. It's a right. It's a replica. The, I mean, copy paste. Villain of the week. Who do you got? I said death. I was yeah. like, this is Fair. such a. Um, not saying buzzkill, as in like I'm, I, I do feel bad for these women. Like these are really sad stories, but I'm also like, this sucks. Like I, I feel really bad for them. It's really, but it's also the reason why we're here, and so, like. If it wasn't for these things that have happened, we wouldn't be here right now. And I hope that regardless of what happens, these women maybe have closure or get this right. upbooted self-esteem. Like, yeah, I can date. Like, I went on national television and I dated someone. Why can't I date some average Joe? Joni said it. There's good guys out there. You know, this is, there a, are. This is a pick-me-up. Um, yeah, good luck to any Bachelor or Bachelorette contestant. That's going to go on the show and talk about how they went through puberty and that's their big tragic yeah. tale. You know, like <laughs> I, I don't want to hear it. Um, Dating in Hawaii is so hard. Shut up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, that was the girl that 
it's gonna be on. She's I was the girl be on. from after the final rose. I can't. Yeah, she's gonna be on the show. Um, villain of the week. I had the producers. You didn't need to put the wedding dress. We could have put the fifties. Yeah. There could have been a fifties era. The wedding yeah, dress. A you knew poodle skirt. Right. You couldn't find one poodle skirt. You found you know three. Randy Finolis or whatever the fuck his name is from Say Yes to the Dress. Like, come on. Um. <laughs> yeah. The wedding dress was so. brutal. You're right. That's like. Brutal. That, that'll that trigger. And a lot of this, the whole show is triggering. We don't need to put in extra, let's torture these women. And they got what they wanted. Um, Bachelor and Boca, who are you sending to the older paradise? I said Susan. I want Susan and her sauce and her hairspray. Mm. I need Susan. She would thrive there. Right. I agree. I mean, need, it is cool to, to see that she's become. It's coming. It's coming. This is too successful for them not to do everything. It's. It's. I know. We can't send them, them to paradise. That's insane. No, they're not going to paradise. They, my mom seeing that beach, she'd be like, I'm not sleeping here. Oh, no. My I've been on vacation. Right, yeah, no, the, it's the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. She won't dunk her feet. There's fish. <laughs> right, no, I've been on vacation with my uncle and aunt who got the mattress replaced in the hotel. No. So, yeah, they're like, this isn't a good mattress. I mean, like, they're crazy. You know, Iconic. people this age, Are- <laughs> they, they better put them in. You know, so I, I they're not going to that beach, but Bachelor and Boca would work. Yeah, um, you I had. Kathy just every time she's on camera I like die she's gets better and better at first I was like oh she's gonna be annoying now I'm like where's Kathy she's great big Kathy fan here um big Kathy fan cringe Harrison award winner I'll, I'll give mine out um the don't stop believing transition I just mm-hmm. I couldn't have not liked something more I don't need Gary's good we don't need to give him lines to read to get in your no. Don't stop believing. Like, this is inspiration. Let us, let the audience do what the audience does. We will be inspired where we're inspired. We don't need, again, the flash mob could have happened. I would have liked to have watched them deal with a flash mob not knowing. Like, right. like can you imagine? My Without parents reacting. Right. My parents reacting to a flash. What, what's going on? What are they doing? What? Are, why are they moving? <laughs> like, I would have loved to have seen Gary and Teresa. Like, what's it? I thought we were eating. Are they not going to bring the food? Do, do they cook here mm-hmm. still? Like, is there burgers? Do like- they cook here? <laughs> <laughs> I can't. But when you brought that up, the fact that it it was sort of led into that, and now I can't stop mm. thinking about it. Right. I'm it's, really. It's, it was just. I, it was annoying. I felt for Teresa more than anyone. But um, what did? Uh, who did you have for cringe? Yeah, Harrison? that's weird. I had Leslie complaining about her uh, her outfit. I mean, I get it, but it also the fact that this. I think the reason it was so cringy was the fact that this was the only drama we have had with the women right. thus far. Like, there's it's no coming. you stole my man. It, it it has to come. Like we're like it is definitely coming, but there's no you stole my man yet. It's like you stole my costume. I needed right. this costume. It, my feelings like you, are valid. Right. <laughs> Right. And if you think there's no drama coming amongst women in their 60s and 70s, uh, then you've never been to Boca because there will be no. drama about every little. The pro- I call it the problems of the problemless. Like it is 
They're going to find some things. It's going to happen. Um, I'm excited. Yeah, the Leslie <laughs> thing was was tough. Uh, so who won the week? Who gets your I rose? loved the Natasha call out. She's the, she gives the best hugs. She had that costume. She was thriving in that 70s costume. I love Natasha. And the end. Did you see the end um, with the it was sort of like a blooper. I've notoriously not watched the end scene. And for whatever reason, I'm like in on the end scene now. I watched it. It was so good. It was so Natasha was like, for the rose ceremony, we need chairs. Put a chair. There's chair Olympics. There's chair aerobics. We need chairs for the rose ceremony. Right. And she was dead ass about it. And this is, again, yeah. these women not holding back. Like, they're going to say what's on their mind and how they feel and what they need. And it reminds me of, it reminded me of uh, your uh, 37 and single where you're talking about, um, what, Jewish women complaining. Right. And I was like, this is, <laughs> this is this that. This is it. They're going to say something. Her talking about how she wants a chair and then referencing all the, just like you said, like all the other chair things. I didn't even mm -hmm. know that there was chair yoga, but she's like, <laughs> and she's right. Put them in thrones. Like yeah. whatever. Yeah. I, 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 I love that. I, yeah, I want that hug. I got to find Natasha. Get that. I got to see what it's like. Who won your week? I had Gary. I thought, you know, he keeps cementing himself. I, I do mm -hmm. like his wide-eyed enthusiasm. Him in the car. We saw all emotions from Gary. Like, we saw fear. Yeah. We saw sadness. We saw happiness. We saw surprise. You know, we don't really get, you know, you don't get that all the time from no. the lead. The lead is kind of glossy. And, and especially when he was surprised that other people have gone through death of sauce a little bit. You're like... He really Gary, are you was here like, on oh. Earth? Yeah. Oh. Huh. Oh, you have problems too. Okay. Oh, cool. You know. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I got I got Gary, but I loved Natasha as well. But uh, that's it. This is. I mean, again, we achieved the goal of going longer than the actual show. <laughs> than the actual, sh which is, it's so crazy to me that we're able to talk about this. But I think that stands to show how good this entire show is like we're enjoying we're enjoying it we're invested in the characters we're getting to know them and i don't think i feel the same way about the contestants in the other bachelor shows i i really am invested mm. in these people love it love it me too i'm there all right you. we'll be back next week and we will be recapping the third episode. If you watch Paradise, make sure you listen to our Paradise episode as well. You can yes. follow us on Instagram at The Bachelor. I'm at K-York City. And I'm at Jared Freed. And if you're in Seattle this weekend, I'll be there Saturday night. Come on out, Seattle. There's a few tickets available for The Late Show. But back next week. Bachelor Podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Amy Clackner. Guest booking by Allie Friedlander. And be sure to follow at The Bachelor on Instagram and Bachelor Pod on Twitter. And send us your emails to Bachelor at Betches.com. Betches.